0: Thank you. good evening come on hello let's get started hello he ain't got me mom can you hear me <laughs> all right uh, good to be here again glad everybody's come out got a good turnout um, thank everybody that showed up last night and uh, minded the Lord I believe that some people got help and some things was changed uh, decisions was made to Carry on forward with, I do believe that with all my heart, Um, but tonight's a a different night, so we need something else, I'm looking for something else from the Lord, I'm looking to do something else for the Lord, also, um, everybody keeps asking why I got this roped off, so we're just going to go ahead and get to the point, if you are school age, if you're starting kindergarten this year, or you're going to be a senior this year, will you please come sit up here, pretty please, I'll tear all this down. The reason I did that is not to, not to point them out or just so they can get preached to, but last night I was watching and uh, I looked back through the crowd and a whole lot of ours that go to this church came in, went to their seat, started doing their normal thing, got their coloring book out, not saying it's wrong with their color, that's fine, helps them pay attention, but it was just like it was just another old normal service. Well, youngins, I want you to know this ain't just another old normal service, this is for y'all. This is Mount Vernon Church investing in y'all. Camp Zion's people, this is Camp Zion investing in y'all. Whatever other church is here is investing in y'all. That's what our goal is, is to try to help you. That's what this whole service is. It's not just another Sunday morning service where you just come in and do our normal thing. It's us trying to help y'all. For later on down in your life, you'll remember this night. You'll remember having to go sit up front, what was preached, who sang, what all was done. Hopefully you'll remember this, and maybe something... It's done tonight, it'll change your life. That's what our hope and prayer is. Um, I'm going to read our theme verse again. I found it. We in Jude, verse 3. Beloved, when I gave all diligence to write unto you of the common salvation, it was needful for me to write unto you and exhort you that ye should earnestly contend for the faith which was once delivered unto the saints. Listen, if you're born again, that salvation, that faith was delivered unto you. And several parents and adults last night, I know, made the decision that they was going to earnestly contend for the faith on y'all's behalf. They made the decision, they made a commitment to God, they promised to God that that's what they was going to do. Um... Tonight, I know this is a little odd, and don't everybody go to church here, and don't everybody have a kid here. But if you're a born-again Christian, if you claim to be saved, a servant of Jesus, I want us to gather around these youngins and pray, hold hands and pray. And by doing this, what we're doing, we've already committed to God. Now I want us to commit to them. I want us to show them that not just tonight, this is just a representation, but I want us to show them that throughout their life, all us Christians, we're going to surround them with prayers. We're going to surround them with Christian brothers and sisters. Because that's what's important. It's, they get enough of the world. They all, Everybody has to go to school. We have to deal with the public. They get enough of that. It's up to us to surround them with the things of God, the people of God. Surround them with prayers. And to earnestly contend for the faith on their behalf. Not just for mine, not just for the world, but for theirs. And that's what, that's what Youth Revival is for, is for them. It's for the youth. And that's why us adults need to be here, is to support the youth. So everybody that can and will, let's just make a circle around them and hold hands and let's pray. This is just making a commitment in front of them and to them. But This is what we're going to do from here on out. stuff that you know you ain't supposed to be in, when you get into places where you didn't really even intend to be, I want you to remember this. I want you to remember these people, and I want you to remember that these people are praying for you, that there's somebody still up here on this hill that's still praying for you. As long as I'm able, I'm planning on being here to pray for you and help you any way that I can. There's some that's left. I was one of them. I was one of them that's left. And I'm glad there was still some people here that was praying for me. Not everybody. Not everybody's got this privilege. Not everybody's got the families that most of us have. So count it an honor that we've got this. Right. And uh, let's not take it for granted. Um, let me end up here. I'm one of uh, our pastors probably cares more about this whole group of people than anybody. So I'm going to ask him if he will to lead us and then everybody pray. Every way. Lord, Gracias. <laughs> You turn to it. Amen. Amen. Yes, sir. Appreciate that. Um, I'm going to read this verse again, and then the one right after. This is Jude, verse three and four. Beloved, when I gave all diligence to write unto you of the common salvation, it was needful for me to write unto you and exhort you that ye should earnestly per- contend for the faith which was once delivered unto the saints. For there are certain men crept, unwa- crept in unawares who were before of old ordained to this condemnation, ungodly men, turning the grace of our God into lasciviousness and denying the only Lord God and, the- and our Lord Jesus Christ. Um, this is Surrey County. Surrey County, North Carolina, or Grayson County, Carroll County, wherever y'all are from, local. Patrick County. You're from somewhere close and there's, there's people and pastors and churches. And I've just left a place today. of a, It was a funeral. And the guy preached that we're all going to heaven. Everybody there is going to heaven. You're not going to heaven unless you're born again. And that is why we have to contend for the faith. That's what I'm contending for. That you must be born again. That you have to accept Jesus as your Lord and Savior. Or you're not going. They'll lie to you. They'll tell you that. They want to... Help these families feel comforted that they're all going to see each other again. But a drunk man ain't going to heaven. A drug addict ain't going to heaven. You've got to be born again. And if you're born again, you're not them things no more. You are changed. You must be born again. I hope tonight that somebody gets something, just something that you can carry with you for the rest of your life. Something that will change your life. I'm uh, I'm not going to take much time. Um, Anybody got anything on your heart? I don't want to cut nobody off, cut by short. T.J., I would
1: like go. to thank the Lord for my wife. Uh, we're married 28 years today. Amen. We're, Amen. we're married four years, and uh, the devil got me hooked on dope, alcohol. Uh,
2: Michelle was fixing the lead to leave. and take the kids, and I don't know what I was she kept on me, wanting me to come to church, and uh, I said, I don't need all that, I'm a grown man, uh, but I came just to soothe her, because I was afraid she was fixing to leave me, yeah. we come in here, and uh, yeah,
0: right. I sat here,
2: and I was nervous as a cat, Mary, I couldn't sit still, I was holding the pew, and uh, the Lord gave the invitation, and I always thought I was 10 foot tall and bulletproof. Thing. It just melted me, T.J.
0: Amen. I
3: couldn't
2: let go of that pew. Amen. I knew I needed help. I knew
0: I did. I was lost. I was lost right.
2: Undone without God. Right. Following the devil. Yep. He was my father. Yep. My little wife stepped out. And the Lord told me, just like me and you talking, He said, son, it's your last chance. It's your last chance. When I went up there to that altar. I didn't know no fancy priorities I didn't know much about it. Amen. I knew I needed help. Amen. I got Amen. Down, down right there and I said, "Lord, I need help. I need help." I said, "My life is falling apart." And if Michelle and the kids were left, I don't know what I'd have done, TJ. Amen. Uh, I said right there, and, "Lord, save my soul." Then we shall vote. Amen. I stood up and I still sat there looking down at the floor. I still ashamed. Lord, it's so a journey i not to be ashamed <laughs> about now. Amen. Yeah.
1: We've been right here for 24 years. Hallelujah. That's the only way we made it.
3: The only
0: yeah. way. True. True. The
1: Lord put our life back together and we've been
2: right here. Amen. That's the only way he'll make it.
0: Amen. You will
2: not make it out of church.
0: Right.
2: This world's got too much and even worse now than it was then. Right. But I thank God for saving my soul and saving my man saving amen. my
4: life.
0: Yep. Amen. amen. Right. Appreciate that. You know, you ain't got to be on the boat to go to hell. That's right. Amen. You That's just right. got to be lost. If be you lost. ain't never been saved. You're lost. Amen. You can't go back to a time that you remember. Lord, this right here is where my life changed. Right here is where the Lord started dwelling on the inside of me. Then you're lost. Then you're lost. Anybody else? I told Tiffany earlier I wasn't going to brag on daughters of Calvary quite as much. Every year they come, I brag and brag on them. But I do love them, and they've been with us every single year, and I appreciate them, appreciate the life that they live and uh, the effort they put in. They go to some big meetings now, but they still like us. So I appreciate that. Y'all come on.
4: a place in the Bible called heaven I know and one thing saving my soul and thank you for loving me yes this I know and thank you for being my dearest friend and thank you for my place in heaven amen when I come to cross Jordan There'll be friends and family I'll leave here behind, but oh, won't you go with me to that land?
0: How do you not brag on that? That's right. well, hey. <laughs> um, I, I will say, boy, I thank God for the last nine years I've missed out. There's a miserable world out there, and I got my taste of it, youngins. I wish, oh, boy, how I wish I'd just stuck in here. I'm here to tell you I tried everything the world had to offer, and I was missing out on nothing. It wasn't nothing I was missing out on in the world. I ask them to sing that every time because it speaks to my heart. For nine years, I've missed out on the misery that I was caught up in. I was a miserable human being with the world. That is all the world's got to offer is misery. No, Nothing good. There's nothing good in it. It's fun for just a short little time. I went to, I went to Myrtle Beach to senior week, and my senior week didn't end for five years. And it was about fun for about an hour down there at senior week. And then the misery started. Because I knew where I was supposed to be. I knew where my help is. There's no peace outside of the Lord. There's no joy. There's nothing outside of the Lord that's worth having. There's just not. Stick in here. Listen, don't be curious. Didn't nobody. I wasn't influenced by anybody to do the things that I've done. Most people, it's peer pressure. It's just their peers and the people they are around. It wasn't me. I was curious. I wanted to know what the world had to offer. Listen, if you're curious and you want to know, I can tell you, don't do it. Don't go there. Every drug it was around, every sin that the devil could lay out on a plate for me, I took it. I went down that road, and just by the grace and the mercy of God did I make it back. Just because of a praying church is the only reason I made it back. That's the reason we circled around you here tonight, because I want you to stay in here. And if you do get out, I want you to make it back. They don't all. Dad stood up and testified one time, and I know I've told this over and over, but he stood up and he said, sometimes this church is deceiving. And I thought, man, where's he going with this? What is he saying? This church is deceiving. This say it ain't deceiving. This is the Lord. And he said, there's so many that get out and make it back that the young people think that they can get out and make it back too. And that just ain't so. You may not make it back. If you get out there in the world and you get to messing with stuff that you know you ain't supposed to, you may not make it back. Adults also, if you get out there and you get to messing with stuff that you know you ain't supposed to, you may not make it back. Hey, just laying out of church leads to not making it back. It does. I've had to miss church recently for work and for COVID, and it's terrible. It's terrible. You lose your power. You lose the power. You lose the desire in just a week's time. You lose some desire. I've never missed church and come back stronger. Not a single time. There's nothing better. There's no place on earth that I'd rather be than right here tonight. No place. Somebody got testimony. Nobody's heart's about to beat out of their chest. Right, right. Yep, 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 amen. Yep, amen. Amen. So don't go. Amen. Don't go.
2: go. You don't have
3: nothing to make it back from. That's right. You don't
0: ever start. That's right. That's right. right. Come on in. I ain't in no hurry.
1: I'll pray for Cody as you comes. Thank God
2: for being here tonight. My brother TJ said he wasn't in no hurry. I tell you what, I kind of am. I feel like a, uh, one of them race horses right there at the, at the gate ready to jump out and go. And man, I'm excited to be in the house of God. And, and youngins, what they're telling you tonight is true. There's, there's nothing in the world worth going to. When the prodigal son, when he left home, when he, he left his father's house, he, he could go out there and he'd, he'd live his life. He would do what he wanted to. The Bible says when he finally came to himself, he was in a hog pen. He was in a, in a literal hog pen. He had no money for food. When y'all get hungry, y'all go to your mom and daddy's cabinet and pull out your fruit roll-up or a, a pack of goldfish. We brought Caleb some goldfish there tonight when he wanted He wanted something. He grabbed that bag and he went taking it at his mama. This, this son here, he woke up in a hog pen. There's nothing in this world worth leaving the church over. I've been there. Amen? I've been there. I, I, I know I lived that life. I, I grew up in church. I was called to preach when I was eight years old. I was the same age as my oldest daughter when I started preaching. I got saved when I was the same age as my middle girl right there. And I lived a life for God and I preached and I went to I went to church. The doors was open. When I was younger, you could say I had a drug problem. My mom and daddy drug me in church whether I wanted to go or not, and I thank God for it. Amen. And one day, you'll thank your mamas and daddies for it. But as I got older, I decided that I was missing out. Just as they sung in that song, the world thinks you're missing out tonight. And you might think that you're missing out by not doing the things that other kids are doing. You might think that you're missing out because they're having a ball game and you're not getting to go. And you're, they're doing something down at the school and you're not there and your mamas and daddies made you come to church let me tell you something tonight youngins you're not missing out on a thing Amen. I where you're at right now is the best place you could ever be on a Saturday night praise the Lord if you got your Bibles with you go ahead and stand with me and turn to the book of John chapter 21 been praying about this message for a while When God gave me the first message, this one was right behind it. Last night we preached on get right and stay right Tonight we're going to go uh, kind of along the same lines, just a little bit But we're going to start reading there in verse 1 It says, after these things, Jesus showed himself again to the disciples at the sea of Tiberias, and on the way showed he himself. They were together, Simon Peter and Thomas, called Didymus, and Nathaniel of Cana in Galilee, and the sons of Zebedee, and, and two other of his disciples. Simon Peter saith unto them, I go a fishing. Well, they saith unto him, We also go with thee. They went forth and entered into a ship, into a ship immediately, And that night they caught nothing. But when the morning was now come, Jesus stood on the shore, but the disciples knew not that it was Jesus. Then Jesus saith unto them, Children, have ye any meat? And they answered him, No. For they was fished all night long. And they caught a thing. Then Jesus, and it goes on, he said, He said unto them, Cast the net on the right side. On the right side. Amen. You get right and stay right. Amen. He said, cast your net on the right side of the ship, and ye shall find. And he said, they cast therefore, and now they were not able to draw, for it was a multitude of fishes. Therefore that disciple whom Jesus loved saith unto Peter, it is the Lord. Now when Simon Peter heard that it was the Lord, he girded his fisher's coat unto him, for he was naked, and cast himself into the sea. And the other disciples came in a little ship, for they were not far from land, but as it were two hundred cubits dragging the net with fishes. As soon as they come to land they saw a fire of coals there and fish laid thereon in bread. Jesus said unto them, Bring of the fish which ye have now caught. Simon Peter went up and drew the net to land full of great fishes, 153. And hundred and fifty-three, and for all there were so many, yet not the net broken. Jesus saith unto them, Come and dine. And none of the disciples durst ask him, Who art thou, knowing it was the Lord? Jesus then cometh and taketh bread, and giveth them and fish likewise. Now this is the third time that Jesus showed himself to the disciples after he was risen from the dead. Let us pray. Father, as we come to you tonight, God, we just thank you for this opportunity that we, you've given us to come into your house. Father, we thank you for the wonderful singing that we've heard. And Lord, I pray, Lord, that you just give us receptive hearts tonight. God, that you would just speak to us, Lord, that we would just receive what you'd have us to. God, I pray that you open the hearts and the minds of these young young adults. Lord, that you just uh, the, Lord, you just uh, speak to them in such a mighty way. God, that you just revive us. God, Lord, that you just uh, place a fire down inside of their heart. And God, I pray if there be one here tonight that's lost, God, in a free pardon of sin, or one that might be backslidden, or the that, one that's not right tonight. Father, I pray that you just convict them. God, that you place conviction powers that strong on them. God, that they couldn't go out them doors tonight without making a change in their life. And Father, I pray that you be with us throughout the remainder of this service, and we ask in Jesus' precious name, Amen. With the help of the Lord tonight, I want to preach on cast your net on the right side, cast your net to Jesus. Now, now, as you get to reading on this, the first thing that we see. Uh, is that uh, old Peter there Is Peter and Nathaniel and James and John And two other disciples They decided they was going to go fishing And Peter Now some people will preach this And they'll say well they just they, The Lord had just been crucified And, and they was di- broken hearted And they was just a- tore up They just went back to the same old life amen. Now Jesus had done showed himself two times Amen They knowed he was alive right. They know he was alive and well, and he'd done conquered death, hell, and the grave. Yeah. Now, what they was doing was they, was they didn't want to be idle minded. I mean, they were fishermen from the get-go. That's what their profession in life was. I'm a trash man. Brother T.J., he works for the state. They they had professions before they left to follow the Lord. So instead of being idle and not doing anything and just sitting around, Jesus had not told them to go out into the world and preach the gospel yet. He had not told them to tire in the upper room yet. So they decided to go fishing, and they was going to do something productive with their time. That's a lot of problem with the today. Right. Amen. we're sitting around idle oh, yeah. And we're just waiting around On God to tell us to yeah. go out When we ought to be praying When we ought to be seeking Him And yeah. when we ought to be worshiping yeah. And giving Him praise But yeah. so we're sitting around idle right. Peter said I go fishing Man I like to fish You boys like to fish Y'all look like y'all about prime fishing age I remember when I was at age If there a body of water I was going to be in it it didn't matter if it was with a fishing pole or a net. I was going to be in that thing. I was going to be catching crawdads. going to be catching some salamanders. I was going to be doing something. But Peter said, I go fishing. They said, well, we'll just go with you. Boy, well, it's just like a bunch of fishing buddies. If I say something about going fishing in front of the right people, you know what they're going to do? They're going to say, hey, where are you going to go at? We'll meet here at this time, and we'll load up, and we'll have us a good old time. And man, them's good fishing buddies. Let me tell you something, youngins. Who you choose to be your buddy, who you choose to be your friend, will affect your life. Amen. Peter had the right kind of friends in his life. When he was going fishing, he had some other fellows that said, Hey, we'll go with you. When you say, Hey, I'm going to go to church. So you want to have a group of buddies saying, Hey, I Amen. believe I'll go with you.
3: Amen.
2: Your friends will make a difference in your life. They did mine. When I was in church and I was serving God, when I was seeking God, I had godly friends. I had godly friends. I had people that loved me, people that prayed about me. People that wasn't even my age was my friends. But when I got with the wrong crowd, when I got around friends at school, they was doing things I wasn't. They was doing things I wasn't. And I hear all these people talk about this, boy, it's so so fun. It was just a great time. Man, we got so drunk, we can't remember what we did. There ain't no fun in that tonight, church. Amen. I can come to church on a Saturday night. I can, get, I can have a good time in the spirit. I can get drunk in the spirit. And when I wake up in the morning, there won't be no hangover. I'll be able to remember it. And I can get back. And I can get another taste. But they had me thinking I was missing out. Your friends will affect you. So, a preacher, if I don't hang out with him at school, I'll be by myself. Amen. the Lord's right there with you. Amen. You might not be able to physically see him, but he's there. Amen. He said he'd go with us even unto the end of the earth. Yeah. Some of y'all may not understand that, but that means that when we when we're young right now, it means God's with us. Right. When you get my age, God will be with you. When you get Brother Bill's age, the Lord will still be with you. Amen. When you close your eyes in death, and when you open them back up, guess what? You'll be in the presence of the living God. He'll still be with you. You'll never be alone as long as you got the Lord. You'll never be alone. But y'all need to stick together as Christians. Man, y'all know birds of a feather flock together. You go down at the landfill in and there's all kinds of birds flying over that place hunting something to eat. Everybody thinks seagulls live at the beach. They live at the landfill. You pull in the landfill, and they seagulls all over that place. And then you look over here on this side, and there's buzzards all over the place. But them two groups of birds, they don't interchange. They don't mingle together. They don't find this group over with that group and that group over with this group. Amen. Amen. They stay separated. God's people need to be separated. Youngins, you need to be separate from the world. Separate from what the schools are doing. Separate from what what the lost peoples are doing. Amen. We need to get together and stay together and go fishing. Go fishing for men. And I go fishing for small But stay together. God's people need to stay together. There's too many people that's separated. They've let the devil drive a wedge. Let me tell you something. There might, be, there might come a time where somebody says, Oh, this girl right here, she said something about you. You know what you need to do? You Go to her. Say, so, hey. It's, it's what, this is what's going on. Is, is this true? Can we get this worked out? But people let the devil get a wedge. And he'll go to driving on that thing. And he'll go to driving and to driving and to driving. Next thing you know, he's done split the church and split your friendship right down the middle. We need to stick together. The church that sticks together and prays together is dangerous to the devil. Amen. Amen. But here they was. They went fishing. They said, we also go with thee. There's a bunch of good boys loaded up and got on a boat. The Bible says they went fishing. Now here they was, professional fishermen. This wasn't something that they'd done for fun. Now when I fish, I fish for fun. I've got a pond down there in front of my house. When I, wanna, when I take a notion I want to fish, I'll go fish. I'll throw rod out there, and if I don't catch nothing about two or three minutes, I'll load up and go to the house. I'll let the young'uns stay down there and do whatever. But I fish for fun. But now these these disciples here, they were fishermen by profession. This is how they made their living. If they didn't catch any fish, then they didn't make a living. Now they was good at what they'd done. And two of them boys, they worked for their daddy their whole life, and that's what he done, catch fish. If anybody know how to catch fish, it would ought to be in that group of men right there. But the Bible says that when they went out there and they fished all night long, they caught nothing. They caught nothing. Now, when I don't go, when I go fishing and I don't catch anything, Brother Bill, I get discouraged. And man, I go, I can go to the house. My uncle, we used to float the river right smart together we go floating down the river, man, we'd fish, and I'd, I'd take me a good old time. I was floating in the boat, had me plenty of snacks. Fish wasn't biting, I'd bite. Fish didn't want to eat nothing, I
3: would.
2: I'd just have a good old time, get me a tan, just enjoy what the Lord had created. But by the time we got to the truck, if he hadn't caught nothing, he's ready to sell out. He was done. He was. He wasn't going no more. That was the worst spot they had ever been. The fish wasn't biting. Every excuse possible. That's what it was. That's the way the church is today, amen. We've gotten so discouraged. Amen. We we cast a net, and we cast a net, brother. Just like you said the other night, you get on the Facebook, and you see 12 saved here, 20 saved there, but the lives ain't changed. Amen. But we keep casting, and we keep drawing up nothing. We get discouraged. We get discouraged. I get discouraged when I don't catch nothing. Let me tell you something. You keep casting it up to the world. You draw up nothing. You draw up nothing. You might throw that net out there and you'll pull it up. You see them TV shows sometimes. In them shows where they draw up a net and they might pull up a boot. They might pull up an old boot and a sardine can or something. They'll flop it out there on the deck. It's nothing. You cast into the world and you draw that net. That's exactly what we're pulling up. Just an old sock. It's good for nothing. Ain't even the right size. Don't fit you. You ain't even got a match to it. And an already can of eat sardines. Y'all like sardines? They don't know him is like sardines. Amen. I praise the Lord. Somebody's raised them right. But you keep casting out into the world and that's what you get. You get nothing. This world has nothing to offer you. Let me tell you something. The devil paints you a pretty picture. He'll make sin look good. If sin looked bad, we wouldn't want to go to it. Amen? sin looked bad, you wouldn't have went back. If sin looked bad, I wouldn't have backslid either. Sin looked good. He don't show you the after effect. He don't show you, paint you a biggest pretty door, and you say, man, I've got to go in that place. You take a house... Uh, down there at a place where we pick up trash and they've, they've remodeled the whole outside of that place and it's the most beautiful thing you've ever seen. And you look inside the window and you're saying, man, whoever buys this has got a job. That's the worst looking place i ever seen. That's what sin is. But you know what? You'll look on that and you'll go, you'll be like, I believe i try this out. I'll try it out for a while. And you go in and you know what you know what happens? The door slams right behind you and the devil's got you. You better be careful where you're casting your net at, youngins. And don't be casting into what the world has to offer you. I know sometimes it's tempting. You ever seen them signs that say no fishing here? Probably good fishing, it's what you would think. You would think, man, that's got the best thing ever was. When God tells us not to do something, it's not because fishing is the best there ever was. It's because when you get over there in that area There's rocks that'll damage your ship There's things that'll rip your net It'll tear you apart It'll ruin your testimony It'll draw you out into sin It'll get you in a place that you don't want to be When God tells us not to do something When our mamas and our daddies are living in God's will And they tell us not to do something It's not because they want us to miss out It's because they want us to miss out on that heartache On them troubles On all that hard times I thought I was having a good time for just a little while I thought I was Man, I felt like I fit in for the first time With that group of boys I ever had First time I ever got drunk I felt like I was fitting in Man, I feel like they're finally accepting me Man, this is great we got up at next morning guess what they has gone yep. I was hung over yep. I was the life in stock right. of the whole community right there yep. well you know what we finally got that old boy to do yep. he was a complete fool and a complete idiot yep. and my wife that was my girlfriend before we would even got married told me not to even go down there yep. the Lord told me not to go down there yeah. no fishing what I do, I went down there and I throw my net just as hard as I could throw it. Next thing I know, that's hung. Be careful where you throw your net at, youngins. But they had fished all night and they had caught nothing. That have been discouraging. You look around what's going on in the world and it's easy to get discouraged. I don't watch TV at my house. We got Netflix and we got Disney Plus or something for the youngins to watch a little something. We don't have TV. The only TV I watch is at work when we watch the news and we watch the weather waiting to go start the routes. You watch that news for about 10 minutes, I tell you what, you'll get depressed. You sit around on the couch all day and you watch the news and you watch CNN and you watch what they want you to see and then you'll get depressed. You'll start feeling that that dragging down. You look at gas prices; highest I've ever seen them. They come down a little bit, but they're high. You look at all these shortages that's going on. Baby formula—you can't even find this. You can't find that. Oh, you can't get car parts. Going to be months. The devil is doing everything he can to discourage God's people. But you've got people that's looking for answers to the government. They're going to bail us out. Hey, They're going to send us another stimulus check. Boy, ain't that something they're going to bail us out. Who's going to have to pay for that, these youngins? These youngins. They're casting their net to the world, looking for answers, and all they're doing is reaching right around and putting their hand in your back pocket and putting it in your front pocket thinking you've got something. That's exactly the way the devil will do you. He reaches right around in your back pocket, put it in your front pocket, think you've got something that you ain't had. Yeah. We keep casting out into drugs. The brother testimony earlier. Cast out into dope, into alcohol, about lost his whole family. Right. Kept pulling up nothing. Yeah. People cast into, into premarital sex and they pull up nothing. Oh. They'll cast into uh, all the different things into their house, into their vehicles. They'll cast into their job and they still pull up nothing. You might pull up some temporary satisfaction. Yeah. Well, I got me a brand new car. Your car's only new for a year, and they've done got something else. You'll pull up nothing. You'll pull up nothing. People like to cast their net into their hobbies. They like to cast it into their hobbies. There's things I like to do. I like to fish. Got a motorcycle. I like to ride a motorcycle. But then things are not in the long run. They bring me temporary
3: enjoyment,
2: temporary satisfaction might bring me some temporary money if I do this or do that. But it's nothing that's going to last. Amen. Nothing that's going to sustain me.
0: Amen.
2: But here they are. They fished all night and caught nothing. Then here comes Jesus out there on the shore. And he hollers out there to him, he said, children, have ye any meat? If for God wants to come down, Jesus Christ wants to come down here tonight stand right in front of us, and he wants to say, Hey, children, yeah. have ye any meat?
1: Come on, what would
2: your answer be? Yeah,
1: come on. All
2: right. What
1: will he
2: want? Yeah, what he was asking them, he said, Boys, you see, y'all been out there fishing all night long. Yeah. He said, You've been out there a and a throwing that net, and a dragon hat and hat, and a and a it. You've been doing this your whole life. What have you got to show for yourself? Church, what have we got to show for ourselves tonight? What we've been casting our net. Amen. Amen. I how much have we been casting our net for the Lord?
3: Right.
2: I and mean, if we've been casting our net for the Lord, like we should have been doing, this house would be full tonight. I and mean, there would be people Amen. in the parking lot, just yeah. standing around, trying to hear the word of God. But Amen. there's not, because we've not cast our net for the Lord like we should. Amen. I've been casting it at work. Yep. I've got to get this done.
0: Yeah, it's important.
2: The job depends on it. Yeah. I know the Lord will provide. Jehovah's yeah. Witness. God yeah. will provide. Yeah. Yeah. You just yeah.
0: yeah.
2: yeah. you <coughs> put your faith and your trust in Him and work that care of itself. I've been casting that man into that hobby, in sports. Y'all like my yeah. sports? Something know something yet, we claim. I play football. Casting that man into football. There ain't nothing wrong with football. I played football when I was younger. But when football comes before God, it becomes a problem. That's when it becomes a problem. Amen. When fishing comes before God, Amen. it becomes a problem. Amen. When basketball, when cheerleading, when dance class Please. comes before God, yes. God, it becomes a problem. The yes. preacher, them youngins are only young ones. And you're right. exactly right. That's this right. is the chance yeah. that you've yeah. got to raise them in the house of God, Amen. in God's way, instead of the ways of the world. Amen. Amen. We wonder why youngins are the way they are because and days, Slack and
3: drop the ball on raising them in church. Amen.
2: Amen. Brother TJ said last night if the youngins is going to get right, the parents going to have to get right. Amen. The mamas and the daddies are going to have to get right. Amen. Where are you casting your net?
1: That'll
2: be alright, brother. Here. Where are you casting your net at? We can cast it out to the world. But if we want the youngins to get right, then the mamas and the daddies are going to have to get right Amen. and stay right. That's right. You want to see your child in heaven?
1: Well, it, bro. Yeah. On, do you, parents?
0: Amen.
2: Children, Amen. don't want to see your mamas and daddies in heaven?
1: Amen.
0: Amen. Cast your net on the right side of the ship.
2: Cast your net towards Jesus. Yep. Amen. He said, Children, have you any meat? He said, What well, do you got to show for yourself? What do we have to show for ourselves tonight? Him, what do we have to present to the Lord? Got a full bank account. That's pretty good. Yeah. If you do, good for you. Yeah. Guess what? That money, poof, nothing. Ain't nothing but the numbers in the computer. i got like cash hidden in the coffee can. Down in man, behind the bar. And guess what? It ain't as good as the paper it's written on. They keep printing money, printing money, printing money, and ain't enough gold, and Fort Knox will back it up. Worldly possessions are nothing. They're nothing. 1 John chapter 2.
3: 1
2: John chapter 2. Let me get there. He told us, sir. Verse 15, he said, Love not the world. Love not the world. He didn't say love the world a little bit. He didn't say you can go to church on Sunday and you can dance in the shadows on Monday. He said love not the world. And he goes on and he said neither the things that are in the world. Love not the world neither the things that are in the world. We're not of this world. Amen. Amen. We might have been born in this world, born into sin, but when Jesus Christ, when he dealt my heart, and
3: I accepted him as my
2: Savior, and the Holy Spirit came and took up yeah. the residence, that yeah. put me, made me a new creature. That made me a
3: hand in the
2: throne. That yeah. made yeah. me a rookie. That yeah. made me part of the kingdom. That yeah. made me my own this world. Amen. This world my own. Yeah. I yeah. mean, I'm passing through. He said, Love not to remind the things that are in the world. If any man loved the world, the love of the Father is not in him. For all that is in the world, the lust of the flesh, lust of the eyes, and the pride of life, is not of the Father, but is of the world. And the world passeth away. I got something. The world passeth away. And the lust thereof. But he that doeth the will of God abideth free. You cast your net into the world, you'll keep, you might pull up something every now and then, but it'll pass away. Yeah. It's nothing. Yeah. But you if you throw that net into the will of the Father. You get right, and you stay right, Amen. and that is said he'd abide forever. Amen. Go over to the book of Matthew, chapter 6. The Lord. Book of Matthew, chapter 6, verse 19. The Bible says, Lay not up yourselves treasures upon earth, where moth and rust doeth corrupt, and where the thieves break through and steal. But lay up that, you, lay up for yourselves treasures in heaven, where neither moth nor rust doeth corrupt, and where thieves do not break through nor steal. For where your treasure is, there will your heart be also.
1: Right, right, you, Where's your heart at? It's
2: right. where you've been casting your net. I use this as an example one time when I first got into kayak fishing. I, I fell in love. Bought me a little old cheap sunbath of kayak from Walmart. I didn't buy it long. I bought used. Man, I went out one time. I said I've got to have it. something better. This thing don't float with a Called a five pound bass. I was hooked. Man, I it. Next thing I know, I got rid of it. Bought me a little duck tray. It cost me more money. I kept in just a little while and I said, I'm going to get into this. I'm getting better at it. I'm going to have to upgrade again. That you know, I went from a $200 hunk of plastic to a $1,500 hunk of plastic. Right. I was casting my net into them worldly possessions.
1: Yeah.
2: And you know what? When I bought that thing, it was $1,500. It was nice. It was limited edition. It was green. It had a camouflage seat. Y'all like camouflage? It did nice. Man, I, I looked, looked like Bill Gates on that time. It was nice. And you know what? I don't even have it. It's no good. The seat started missing. Out. Started rusting. The sides of that thing got scratched. Started getting gouges in it. The things of this world will pass away. I was casting my net into that kayak and I was still drawing up nothing that was going on. Y'all need to cast your net to something that's worth casting it to and that's Jesus. He told them, he said, cast your net on the right side of the ship and ye shall find. The Lord's telling us tonight we need to cast our net on the right side of the ship. We need to cast it to him. Yeah. We need to cast it towards the church. Yeah. We need to cast it towards the lost souls. Remember? We need to be right. going out and spreading the gospel right. and preaching the gospel yeah. and compel them to come in Amen. when Amen. his house may be filled. He said, casting it on the right side of the ship and the Bible says that when they did that they wasn't even able to draw the multitude of fishes. Amen. That was probably the greatest catch disciples had ever had. They had fished their whole life, and they would catch fish, they might have 50 or so in there, but the Bible says that they caught 153, and it was so great a multitude, they couldn't even get the net in the boat. They couldn't even pull it up, and the Bible says that the net was not broken. That's significant. Why? Because if you've got 153 fish, you can't even pick them up and pull them in a boat. And the Bible says they had to drag that man up on the shoulder. Yeah. And that net was not broken. That looked that Jesus Christ had right. blessed that man. Amen. And then we'll cast our net into God's will, we'll cast our net in yeah. what God wants. And we'll get his, we'll get it right and study right. right. And cast it on the right side of the shield. And then God will bless that appetite. And then you just pull yeah. and you just hold on. Amen. Amen. And God's about to bless
3: you. Amen. Amen. Amen.
2: Preacher, I've been casting and casting for years. You just keep casting for the Lord. And fish is coming.
1: Yep.
2: They fished all night and caught nothing. Yep.
1: Yep.
2: They's on the wrong side of the ship. Jesus told them to cast on the right side. All they had to do was turn around and throw it on the opposite side of the ship. You take 153 fish swimming around. That's bound to be been one stray and gone under the boat. God provided for them. God will provide for you tonight. I like that song they sung, there is never a time that he's not been faithful. And then when we cast our net, we, we keep trying and we're trying and we're trying. And when we feel like we're not getting anywhere, and we feel like we're just getting so discouraged and we don't know what to do, you just flip right on into the book of, of 1 Peter. You flip over to 1 Peter in chapter 5 and verse 7. And it tells us, it says, Casting all your care upon him, for he careth for you. Let me tell you something tonight. Like if it bothers you, Amen. I if you if it's something that bothers you, I mean the Lord cares about it. It That's don't right. matter how small, right. it don't matter how big, all you've got to do is just cast your cares on Jesus. Amen. Amen. Gonna Amen. If you're going to cast your there into something to help solve your troubles. Cast it to Jesus. Cast it on the right side of the ship. These people gets down and they get discouraged and they cast their net to alcohol. think they can drown their troubles. They'll cast it into drugs. They'll cast it into everything else but the Lord. And they go, what's nothing. Like, like TJ said, there's nothing like the peace that God can give you. There's nothing that can even contend with that. There's nothing that's even close to what God has to offer you. Amen. Now his disciples, they said that they cast there for and then they wasn't even able to draw up a multitude of fish. They had to obey God. Amen. They could have been on that boat and they could have been like, man, we've cast and cast and cast. Well, I believe we we'll just come on back to shore. How many times we cast her neck, we cast her neck, we cast her neck, and God's speaking to us, telling us that we need to do something, telling us, hey, yeah. if you're not in the wheel that I would have you to be in, you need to turn around, and cast your net on the right side. Yeah, Lord, I'm, I'm just fighting like there, and I'm pretty close to what you want me to do. Yeah. Come on,
1: brothers.
2: That's pretty close. They have to turn around. We trust and obey God. That's when we'll
1: see Amen.
2: That's when things will happen. We can meet every night this week, every night next week. But until we start casting our net on the right side of the ship, until we decide that we want to get right and stay right with Amen. God, and we're going to meet together for one reason and one reason only, Amen. and that's to praise and glorify God Amen. and draw closer to Him, then it'll never do any good. Amen. There'll never be any results. Good. Kenny Chesney can draw a concert, yep. but it's all for nothing. Amen. It's all for nothing. Come on. We've got a on it on the right side of the ship. The Bible says that old John, the beloved there, he told Peter, he said, it is the Lord. <laughs> when old Peter heard that, Boy, he grabbed his fishing coat up. He jumped off the boat. and him. When we hear that God's moving, uh, when we know that he's drawing here,
3: yeah.
2: like tonight, the Holy Spirit's here. You feel that drawing? Yeah. Hey, it's the Lord.
0: Amen. We
2: need to grab our fish coat coming up. And we need to jump off the boat. and And swim to an old-fashioned altar and get it out with the Lord. Amen. 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 We need to cast the net to the right side right. but they got on up prior to the shore the Bible says that they saw a fire of coals and fish laid there on for <laughs> yeah. well, they didn't there Jesus didn't have the fish Amen. I mean, he does not have the fish he done had not have them on the fire What right no. Amen now to and up not nothing, and then God blessed them, then they drew up the multitude, and when they on the shore, to finish
1: ready.
2: Let me tell you something tonight. You can go just as hard as you can go. And you can try and try and try and try. And God has got exactly. What we uh, mean. Amen. He told the He said, Well, he said, don't come and die. He said, I've got it ready for you. You've been trying, you've been struggling, you've been a fishing, you've been a working hard, you just come and die. Church, if you're here tonight, you're oh, discouraged. Yeah, you've on. been struggling, oh,
4: yeah, you've been fighting the devil.
2: complicate salvation. It's yeah. the word right. complicated. Well you've got to do this, you've got to, you've got to turn your life around, you've got to stop doing this. Let me tell you okay, something you give your life over to God. You accept him as your Savior. Amen. Hey, he'll turn it around for you.
1: Amen. If we can
2: save ourselves, there'll be no need for him to come and die on that cross. Right. 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 All you've got to do is cast your weight on him. I'd like to ask, sisters, if you would, y'all come and give us a
1: song.
2: He said, come and die. Where are you casting your net tonight? Where are you casting your net? Where your treasure is, there will your heart be also. There's a lot of people that's not here tonight it's not casting their net to the Lord how do I know because we're not here where are you casting your net on Monday where are you casting that net on Tuesday where are you casting it on Wednesday on Thursday Friday Saturday if this wasn't youth revival where would you be what would you be doing What would your conversation say about you? Your life. When Jesus looked out and he saw them on that boat, he could tell that they was casting in the wrong direction. I was talking to somebody one time, they said, If you really want to know if you're saved, ask a lost person. Ask a lost person, they'll tell you. They ain't gonna lie to you. They don't care. Where are you casting your net tonight? As we stand to our feet, ever head bowed, never eye closed. Nobody looking around but me and the Lord. If you're here tonight and you're lost, you've been casting your net to the world. You've never accepted Jesus Christ as your Savior. Would you slip your hand up and just put it right back down? I will not come to you and embarrass you and I will not point you out. I just want to pray for you. Just slip your hand up and say, Preacher, would you pray for me? Just slip your hand up put it right back down. Say, Preacher, I'm lost. I've never been saved. Be honest with the Lord. Be honest with yourself. He already knows your heart. He knows where you stand. He knows where you're casting your net. Just slip your hand up, put it right back down. Say, Preacher, I'm lost. So I I don't really understand what it means to God bless our hand. Preacher, I don't really understand what it means to be lost. If you've never made a profession of faith, if you have never repented of your sins, if you've never asked Jesus Christ to be your Savior, then you're lost. And if you're lost. You're on your way to a devil's hell. You're on your way to a devil's hell, a place that is filled with torments. Why is that such a horrible place? Because it was designed for the devil and his angels. It wasn't designed for
3: us. But sin had crept
2: in. Sin had crept into the garden, and by one man's disobedience, all will make sinners. Sin is natural to us in the flesh. It's natural. There's nothing you can do to be born out of sin. When, you, when you're born and you are drawn to a first breath, that'd your brother's one. You're born into sin. And then when you get old no, no, no enough, right know the difference between right and wrong, and the age of accountability. And it doesn't tie in the more in your life, if you and I, you stand before God. you will be a hell of a child. Have you ever told a lie? Have you ever had a bad thought? Have you ever done something that just wasn't good? The Bible says to do it know to do good, and to do it not is a sin. We're all in need of salvation. We were all born in the sin. So where are you going to cast your net tonight? If you're here and you're not where you need to be here, You've grown cold on God. you started casting your net somewhere else. Would you slip your hand up, put it right back down, and say, Preacher, I need your prayers. Preacher, I've not been casting my net on the right side of the ship. Would you pray for me? Just slip it up, put it right back down. I've not been casting my net into the church. I've not been putting my dedication into the church like I should be. I've not been serving the Lord wholeheartedly. I need your prayer. Just slip it out and put it right back down. They're gonna play they're gonna sing a few verses of the song. This altar's open. If you want to come. If you don't want to come by yourself, get somebody by the hand. So go
4: with me. So go with me. Now i I've got some stuff, honey, to get took care of. Come on, let's go, Lord. Am I freely Would you care? Really did. What you care? Ever had never had a never love and trust me. you really meant it. that, it's we raised I your hand, you Come and get it. Savior, Jesus doesn't have what they
3: need. He, he doesn't have dinner ready.
4: All they had to do was come and die. The oh, Bible says you have not because of the You need to come tonight. Cast your cares on Him. Come in here tonight. You are bursting down the cares and cares for trouble. Work's been a pain.
3: You've been struggling at home.
4: Come and throw it all to the Lord. Come cast
2: your cares upon him. For he cares
4: for you. The altar's open. Would you come? I.
2: take off the saddle.
4: Right? It's that simple? All to Jesus, I surrender. Make me save your Let me. Youngins, cast y'all's net to Jesus.
3: When I was younger, if I'd spent more time on the. Altar more time
2: in my Bible more time serving the Lord that would have been less time for me to be cast in my net somewhere
3: else come, come, come,
4: come to the altar and pray Do you want to be strong. Straight from the church, Lord. come and pray. All to Jesus, I surrender, Lord, Lord. I give myself to Thee. Fill and me with boat. Thy love and power. I'm yeah. there. Yeah. Yeah. Come to the altar,
2: and you see you make that choice to give your life to Jesus. So
4: continue to play, my Salvation.
0: It's been done here That we done before the service The Lord laid out on my heart this morning And I thought, man, Lord, that's kind of odd That's just kind of weird I don't know, I just didn't really want to do it But I knew that the Lord had told me to do it And I had no idea what Cody had to preach I didn't ask him, didn't talk to him about it I told him I may get the youngins to come sit up here But I didn't tell him anything that was going to happen But I knew, this morning The thought crossed my mind I thought, man, I wonder how the Lord's going to tie all this together I wonder how But I knew he would, and he has. He just ties it all right together all week long. Even our theme verse that he gave me three or four months ago, he's tied everything right together. Time and time again, he's proved that he's in control. And you know, the Lord knew that you was going to be here tonight. He knew the message that was going to be preached to you. He knew what the girls was going to sing. He knew what you was going to feel in your heart. He knew whoever raised their hand, I don't know, Cody and the Lord does, but whoever raised your hand, he knew you was going to raise your hand tonight. Everything that was going to happen, he knew it was going to happen. He designed this just for this moment. Just for this moment right now. I'm not going to prolong this thing all night long, but they're going to sing one more verse. And if you need to pray, the Lord designed this moment for you. Not just the one that raised their hand, but for all of us. If we've been casting our net on the wrong side, we ain't been going in the right lane. The Lord prepared this time for us to get things right. Don't go home the same as you came. If you need something, come get it. One more verse. All oh, to Jesus,
4: I surrender all oh, to him. Trust in His presence daily. I
0: surrender all. Have you surrendered it all? I everything, surrender everything you got, surrendered it to Him. That's where the assurance comes from, to knowing, knowing that you give I it all. done everything that they need to. If you hadn't, don't leave here before you do. Get things right. I say this all the time, but every time I'm up here, I'm going to be the last one to leave again. If you need to pray, you didn't do what you need to, you didn't want to do it in front of everybody, come get me. We'll pray. If you don't understand something, if you don't understand exactly what you need to do, we'll take you in the Bible and show you. If you don't want me to, any of these around here, these men will show you. Just grab somebody that you know is saved, that you know is right with God, and knows what they're talking about. Let them show you. Don't leave here lost. Don't leave here not knowing for sure that you're on your way to heaven. Anybody else got anything on your heart? I will tell y'all boys I appreciate y'all praying together y'all stick together I know you're going to get mad at each other you've probably already been mad at each other Stick together, y'all need each other. There's a bunch that was here when I come through that just ain't here now. I don't have them. I wish I'd stuck with them. Maybe if we'd stuck together, we'd all still be here. But I appreciate that. Bless my heart, y'all put praying together. Uh, tomorrow, um, tomorrow morning, go to your home church. If you ain't a member here and you go somewhere else, I don't want to see you here. Be there tomorrow. You need to be in your home church. Support your home church. That's important. Be there. Tomorrow night, if your home church ain't having church, we're having church here at 5 o'clock. I'll invite anybody that wants to come. Also, immediately after church, Mount Vernon and Camp Zion together is having a cookout here. Immediately after Sunday morning service. They're going to come on down. We're going to cook. Just enjoy the day. And at 5 o'clock, we're going to have service early tomorrow. And we're going to have a combined youth choir with us and Camp Zion and whoever else wants to sing in it. We may practice about an hour early or something. Just come on and be with us. Anybody that wants to come, you're welcome to come to food fellowship service, whatever. Just come, come be with us, and bring somebody with you. Um, anything I'm forgetting? I think so. All right, everybody satisfied? Hey, Amen. All right. Amen. Amen. Nobody else? This Mrs. Brett.